Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here this fine day. Let's go ahead and get a Bible and turn with me, if you will, or your phone or your tablet, uh, or just follow along uh, to the 69th Psalm. 69th Psalm. We'll be picking up there today in the fifth verse, uh, covering two verses. Um, Five and six, we've been looking, uh, we just started yesterday in this psalm, and uh, said that this psalm is a, for one, it's a messianic psalm. It points towards uh, the suffering of Jesus Christ, uh, but it also teaches us how to pray when we are uh, persecuted, when we are um, in dire situations, uh, particularly, I think, um, when we are uh, when we believe that we are suffering uh, for righteous sake. Um, and so David uh, started again, uh, as we have seen a pattern in a number of Psalms, uh, by calling on the Lord, teaching us that uh, that, that is the first place uh, that we go, the first thing we do uh, in seeking uh, refuge is, uh, or relief is go to the Lord instead of trying to handle, uh, matters ourselves. Uh, then the second step, and I, this is a good, uh, good pattern for prayer, uh, in most any situation that, that model of, uh, take it to the Lord, uh, go straight to God with whatever, uh, burden, necessity, problem, anything. I love the old saying that says, before we talk to man about anything, uh, we should talk to God about everything. And so that's a, uh, that's a good model, good pattern, uh, regardless of what you're facing. That uh, first uh, sentence, save me, O God. Uh, the psalmist here, David, cries out. He goes straight to God with his burden. The second thing that he does is, is extremely uh, important for us uh, and very difficult for us uh, to, uh, to actually uh, to carry out. And that is uh, that um, after we go straight to the Lord, the first thing that we really see uh, David do uh, as he prays about his problem, his situation, um, is recognizing uh, that he is um, he is partially to blame, uh, that he, um, had, um, he, he had uh, made some mistakes, that he had uh, made errors, and he acknowledges here uh, any uh, mistake, anything uh, that uh, his part uh, in the problem that has uh, made the problem uh, worse. And uh, one of the things I think experience has uh, taught most of us is while it may have not been necessarily, and sometimes it is, but it may not be my action uh, that caused my problem, uh, but my actions and decisions, attitudes since then uh, have certainly made the issue worse. Um, and uh, that's a hard pill to swallow, uh, but I think it's uh, a necessary part uh, of praying for God's uh, intervention. Uh, again, it just stands to reason if there is an issue, there is a problem, uh, and part of that problem is someone else, uh, but part of that problem is me, uh, then the resolution to that problem is going to involve uh, or require that my ways uh, are changed as well. Uh, and we don't like to admit that. We don't, we don't like to accept that. 
uh, as uh, as human beings. It's uh, much easier to point uh, and blame the other person. Uh, and so David is going to do that. And he, uh, and he does that very plainly here, uh, beginning in uh, verse 5. O God, thou knowest my foolishness, and my sins are not hid from thee. And, and I like what David does there. And um, I, I don't want to put words in his mouth, uh, but I'm, I'm going to give you my observation. Uh, this is my opinion of what he says. He begins by saying, uh, you know my foolishness. Then the second statement he makes is, my sins are not hid from thee. Um, many times I hear people say, well, I made a mistake. Even, and that's a, for some folks, that's a big step forward. Um, but, um, well, I didn't do what I should. Um, that was a bad choice. Well, David, it seems like he almost starts out kind of going down that road. You know my foolishness. But then after he says that, he says, oh, let's go ahead and call it what it is, Lord. My sin is not hid from you. Uh, and so, um, and, and it may have been foolishness, but his foolish, foolishness led to sin. And so David brings that out um, in the open and he acknowledges, he says, Lord, you already know my weaknesses. You know my frailty. You know my, uh, my, my foolish uh, uh, actions and decisions. And uh, likewise, you even know uh, that my foolishness often leads me to sin. Uh, I don't always do uh, what I should. I don't always act uh, the way I should. I don't have the right attitudes. I don't have the right. Uh, I don't make the right decisions. And certainly, we have seen that uh, played out in in vivid detail uh, in David's life. Uh, again, uh, the whole story with Bathsheba. Uh, again, it's important, I think, to remember there. There's nothing wrong um, with, with the the original situation. Uh, again, Bathsheba didn't do anything wrong uh, by taking her bath on the roof. That's where people there was the upper part where you couldn't see it from the street. Uh, David didn't do anything uh, by being up on his roof that was again the roof was like a porch uh in, in our homes like a, a you know big deck uh on the back of someone's home uh the fact that david went up on his house in the evening to relax is, is normal um the fact that bathsheba was next door taking uh a bath was normal uh had david looked over at her and said whoops i got to go back in the house uh would have been fine the problem was david's foolishness of standing there looking and and looking somebody somebody said it this way uh the, it wasn't the first look that got david in trouble it was the second and the third uh his foolishness then led him to his sin of adultery uh, and murder. And, and so David acknowledges his foolishness uh, and, and his sin, that he doesn't always do the right thing. But he's also smart enough uh, to know that he cannot hide those sins uh, from the Lord. Uh, and so he wants God, uh, again, to, to show him 
if he is in any way uh, guilty of anything that may be causing his, uh, his current problem. He knows uh, that in the past, his foolishness has led to sin. And so he wants to make sure he isn't headed down uh, that road again. And he knows that if anybody uh, knows him, it is the Lord. Uh, and so that is, uh, again, uh, after we go to the Lord, I think that's always uh, probably a pretty good place to start uh, is in let's let, you know before I deal with anything else Lord uh, I need to deal with my own foolishness uh, that has led uh, to sin uh, in my life let not them that wait on the O Lord God of hosts be ashamed for my sake let not those that seek thee be confounded for my sake O God uh, of Israel and so what David says here is I know my tendency to foolishness and sin. And so, Lord, I don't want to be a problem uh, for anyone else. Don't let uh, those that wait on you, don't let your servants, don't let your people uh, be ashamed for my mistake, for the things that uh, that I have done. Don't let those that are seeking you uh, be confused or confounded because uh, of me. Marvelous prayer, marvelous. Uh, again, David doesn't always do what was right. He doesn't always uh, make the right uh, right thing, right decisions. But in this case, uh, David is, is spot on in praying a, a marvelous prayer and giving us a great example example. Uh, Lord, um, you know my foolishness and you know my sin, and I don't want my life to be a hindrance uh, to anybody else coming to serve you. Uh, I don't want anybody else. Uh, you know, I don't want what people say about me. I don't want my actions, what I do, uh, to keep others uh, from following you uh, and coming to know you. Uh, and th those are, again, wise, wise words for you and I uh, still today. Uh, Lord, I, I don't want to be a hindrance. I don't want to be uh, anything in my life to uh, to to hold up uh, uh, their life and to be a uh, a hindrance in their spiritual life. Uh, and here is um, again, I, I think the the message of these two verses is crystal clear. Uh, sometimes we are our own worst enemies. Um, Sometimes uh, we may not be the whole problem, but um, most of the time we're at least part of the problem. Um, again, the other person may have started or the other group or whatever, uh, but many times our, our actions and our attitudes have uh, contributed uh, to uh, making matters worse and our own uh, sinful decisions and sinful uh, behavior. Uh, many times the uh, trouble we have with others uh, comes back to uh, sin in our own life, a sinful attitude or, uh, or action. And so David uh, deals with that up front and tries to get any, uh, any of that um, cleared up. Uh, and, and we remember that statement, my sins are not hid from you. Uh, sometimes uh, we, we try to hide our sin from ourselves sometimes, uh, but uh, David says, I, I know I can't hide it uh, from you. And Lord, I don't want to because I don't want to be the reason. 
I don't want to be the, the reason that others uh, might not follow you. Uh, what, a, what a terrible, terrible thought uh, or burden. Uh, we, what, a, what a terrible warning uh, that should be for you and I. Uh, Lord, we want to live our life. We want to be careful that we don't do anything that causes someone else to stumble or to stray uh, or maybe someone even uh, to refuse Jesus Christ, uh, to refuse to come to know Him uh, because of our actions, our attitudes, um, and, and that we don't want to be a hindrance to anybody else. What a great prayer. Uh, man, if we haven't learned anything else in 69 Psalms, if we take to heart uh, the message of those two verses, I believe they could be uh, radical game changers for us. All right, have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow.